won't start the clock till you get there. Appreciate also your uh, generosity. Um, let's, uh, let's, I, I just want to start off um, right here at the top here. This isn't even my line of questioning, but I'd like to submit to the record a Washington Post article now warning about Hunter Biden laptop disinformation, the guy who leaked it. Here's the deal. Before I even get into my questions, I think that the story here with the New York, uh, with the Washington Post reporting is that what they're saying right here, when the New York Post first reported in October 2020 that it had obtained contents of a laptop computer allegedly owned by Joe Biden's son Hunter, there was an immediate roadblock faced by other news outlets that hoped to corroborate reporting, as many did. The newspaper wasn't sharing what it obtained. New York Post had this alleged information and was trying to publish it without any corroboration, without any backup information. They were trying to publish it to Twitter. Twitter did not let them, and now they were upset. I believe that political operatives who sought to inject explosive disinformation with the Washington Post couldn't get away with it. And now they're livid, and they want the ability to do it again. They want the ability to inject this again. So they've dragged a social media platform here in Congress they're weaponizing the use of this committee so that they can do it again. A whole hearing about a 24-hour hiccup in a right-wing political operation. That is why we are here right now. And it is, it, it's just a, an abuse of public resources, an abuse of public time. We could be talking about health care. We could be talking about bringing down the cost of prescription drugs. We could be talking about abortion rights, civil rights, voting rights. But instead, we're talking about Hunter Biden's half-fake laptop story. I mean, this is an embarrassment, but I'll go into it. You ever wonder why they are able to lie the way that they are? There was a really, really good article posted in Red State. Because if you've ever wondered why it is that they could get up there and bold-faced lie to everybody, and it appears that they're doing it for show, which I believe most of the time it is for show, it's because they're protected. They're, they're actually allowed to lie, which is... Even worse. I mean, you would think that of all people that should be held accountable and should be as honest and as transparent as possible and cautious what they're accusing people of or saying about other people, it should be them. Should it not? Your elected officials there to do a job. If anybody should be true blue, it should be you people. But the speech or debate clause provides members of both chambers with sovereign immunity, meaning that they can defame anyone if they're slandering or, or uh, labeling while in the Capitol. The clause states that all members shall in all cases except treason, felony, and breach of peace be privileged from arrest during their attendance at the session of their respective houses and in going to and from the same. And for any speech or debate in either house, they shall not be questioned in any other place. The intention of the clause was to allow members of Congress to give speeches or debates past and pending legislation without fear of being arrested by the chief executive or being sued in a civil court. Amazing, isn't it? <laughs> the law literally gives them the rule. The law of lives gives them a free pass. You can lie. You can slander, you can make any accusations you want, you pretty much say anything you want. The Supreme Court has expended, uh, extend, expanded excuse me, this to include aides of staff as alter egos of the member. 
It's, it's simply amazing. You have to read this article. It's, it's in Red State. It's simply amazing. It'll blow your mind what you're allowed to get away with, with the privilege, the privilege that you have being a congressman. You're supposed to be held to a high standard. You know, they should set themselves above the bar. You come in there, you look the part, you act the part, you speak the part, you do your, you, you do what you are elected to do, and most of all, you should be honest and truthful at all times. But these people abuse this. Instead of being honest and transparent, no, they're going to abuse this because they want to turn it into a show. They need their, their moment of glory, their five minutes or 15 minutes of fame. They got to get it. So they go up there, you know, they, they put on a good show. You know, they really, they really catch you with your mouth open with some things. And it, it, it all appears newsworthy and everything. And, oh, my God, look at how excited and upset they are. Or, oh, my God, can you believe this person did that or that person did what? Whatever. They're doing this. It's a dog and pony show. It's political theater. And these are the best actors on the planet. And, I, and I'm talking about both sides. Because believe me, this ain't a one-sided deal. Just as much as AOC is putting on a show, I've seen plenty of Republicans putting on a show. I'm calling everybody out on this one. They, both sides can be accused of this. Instead of getting up there, there are plenty of members that don't do that. They take it serious and they ask questions that they know they're not going to get answers to. But they go through the process. And the reason you don't hear much about them is because since they're not putting on a show, it's not as eye-catching when you're scrolling through and reading different articles and whatnot. It's amazing that they're allowed to just blatantly lie and make accusations. She just did in that very statement. The alleged Hunter laptop, it's been proven now. I mean, there's no alleged here. It is Hunter Biden's laptop. I mean, this is not, there's not a question about it anymore. The FBI, as crooked as they are, have even admitted that it's in their possession. So how can something that's a fairy tale, that's, <laughs> that doesn't exist, how could it be in their possession? It's not a debate anymore. So she's lying right there. And everything she said, everything that comes out of this girl's mouth is a lie. She likes to get very animated while she's talking and she's bouncing around in her seat and she's acting like she's so irritated and upset with the situation. She's just had enough. Great show. Oscar award winner. You can go hang out with the rest of the Hollywood, Hollywood weirdos. Go hang out with them. Get your Oscar. It's great. All dog and pony show. But she lied. Not to mention the bombshell report that just came out. Now, Joe Biden was instrumental in a secret $140 million Saudi deal that his brother was hired for. According to legal documents, Jim Biden, the youngest brother of President Biden, was reportedly chosen to lead covert discussions with the Saudi government on behalf of the U.S. construction firm due to his close ties with the then-Vice President, his brother. He goes over there and makes a deal. In 2012, the 73-year-old was involved in a $140 million settlement agreement between Hill International and the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Tell me why. Why is his brother involved? Explain it to me. The treachery runs so deep. His son, his brother. I'm sure if we dig deep enough, his wife's getting involved. What we really need is we need a chalkboard. We need to lay everything out, timelines, people involved, 
all the different players. You need to put it together. We need to build the case. Conservatives need to build the case. Really, honestly, if any media outlet is going to be true blue, they should be building the case because we know the FBI is not going to do nothing. You know the DOJ is not going to do nothing. Joe Biden is going to get a free pass on all accounts. Not to mention, at his age, in his condition, chances are by the time they get around to prosecuting this guy, he'll be dead. He'll be in forest lawn somewhere. Okay, <laughs> I mean, he ain't looking like a spring chicken anymore. We should put it together ourselves because what he did is treasonous. He sold America out for profit. This guy shouldn't be in the White House. This guy shouldn't be in, in, in Congress. This guy should be in a six-by-six six cell somewhere is where he should be. But, of course, we'll never see that. We'll never get to that point. No matter how many chalkboards we may put together, no matter how much evidence we may collect, no matter what we find, what's reported, doesn't matter if you have whistleblowers, it doesn't matter if you have witnesses to what happened. They're going to protect this man because the machine is set to protect him because it's set against us. You know, they do not want truth. They only want their truth, their, their version of truth. They don't want to expose things. They, they got something good going here. They got, they're grasping power and they're trying to hold out as much as they can. They're trying to hold on as long as they can. That's not going to change anytime soon. DOJ's backing them. FBI's backing them. Joe Biden will remain a free man. As disgusting as that sounds, that's the way it's going to end up being. DC Inquirer. I got a good article from there too that I was, uh, I think it's important because we're having so many issues uh, with the education of our children nowadays that articles like this are more impactful than I think a lot of people would like to believe. DC Inquirer, a North Korean defector, says American universities taught me the exact same thing North Korean educators teach. That is so, just the opening, just, just the heading of the article. That is so encouraging. When you think of North Korea, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. If you ask, say, North Korea to anybody, North Korea to anybody, what are they going to say to you? They're going to look at you and be like, yeah, bad, not good, not good. So to hear that the same thing is being taught to the children here in college, I cannot pronounce her name. I'll give you her last name, Park. Okay, I think her first name, uh, I would go with Yeon Mi. Yeon me because it's neon N E O N so Y E O N Eon me maybe uh, am I I don't know uh, whatever Mrs Park she's a North Korean defector to the United States drew concerning parallels between North Korean indoctrination and her experience at Columbia University an Ivy League institution uh, during the interview with Fox and Friends. She declared that the things that I was learning at Columbia University really shocked me because it was the exact same thing that my North Korean teachers were brainwashing me with in the classroom. Wow. That, I mean, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, do you see what they're doing to our children? It's a shame, too, because, you know, once upon a time, <laughs> it's not like, ladies and gentlemen, it's not like this was 100 years ago. It's not like I'm talking about some ancient time that none of us have lived. Once upon a time, 20 years ago, when I was, well, I was still a little bit old for it, but theoretically, depending on what degree I was chasing, I could still be in college. I could have still been there. Maybe I was a late bloomer. Maybe I was partying a little too hard. 
<laughs> but I could have still been there. They weren't doing this to people then. Back then, you were going to get a degree in whatever you're going to get to, and they weren't indoctrinating you. They were indoctrinating you. They were still teaching you to love this United States. They were still teaching people to be proud Americans. You were proud. You had pride in your country. Fast forward 20 years, and this is where we're at. Parks continued by saying, at Columbia University, they were literally saying that all the problems that we have are because of capitalism, because of white men, because the solution for all the problems is a communist revolution in the name of equity. They were saying that we need to destroy this country and we need to rebuild the country in the name of equality of outcomes. And that same ideology drove my home country into what it is, the state of North Korea. Did you, I mean, all the problems that we have here in the United States, what they're teaching your children, these young men and women, they're supposed to be getting a higher education. They're supposed to be deep thinkers. They're supposed to learn and really become specialists in their field of choice. They're, they're supposed to be the smart people, quote unquote, that change the world. We're teaching them that because of capitalism, which is the only reason that there is as much wealth in this country as we have. They're teaching them that capitalism, white men, anybody here that's listening to me over the age of 18, you are white, that's you are the problem and the solution the solution that they're telling them is a communist revolution colleges are dead i wouldn't i wouldn't tell my children to go nowhere near a college i'm all for learning a trade being an entrepreneur finding what makes them them what is creative about them what do they seem to have a knack for what comes easy to them and feed off of that. Why would I ever pay? And Columbia University ain't cheap. Why would I pay for Columbia University to tell my children that capitalism and white men are going to be the downfall of the United States? And because they are so evil and so bad, the only way we climb out of this hole is through a communist revolution. Well, Let me say this much, besides the fact that we need to stop sending our kids to colleges for them to indoctrinate our children, confuse them, teach them to hate this country, hate themselves, hate other people, because that's all they're spreading is hate for everything. If you want to know, this is what I want to say, if you want to know what it feels like to live under a communist rule, you're getting a very, very, very watered down, teeny, teeny, itsy, bitsy, tiny taste of it right now under the Biden administration. They're having all of their public-private partnership. They're partnering up with big tech. They're partnering up with all your investment firms. They're trying to force things down your throat. Uh, Look at the cost of everything. Look at how food is being restricted. Did anybody ever read the book Animal Farm? I I know I've said this many a times, but it's it's not a long book. 100 and something pages. I mean, you really, if you read that, and it's silly, it's, it's a child's book. It's not a silly book, but it's silly. It's a child's book literally about an animal farm. <laughs> I mean, if you've never read it, take the time. You, you can read it. It's easy reading. It's fast. You will see 
the same things that they are saying in the book, you're seeing the beginning stages like they were in the book right now. Misinformation, changing of word of wording, changing the wording of things. Disinformation, not knowing who to trust. You have great political speakers that are going to convince you and then you start self-doubting. You don't know if what you're hearing is right. You don't know if what you're seeing is right. The confusion sets in. Somehow they'll convince you, like Joe Biden's trying to do right now, that life today is better than life was under Donald Trump. And the only reason I'm even bringing Donald Trump was because he was the last president before Biden. Lower gas, cheaper food, less inflation, less worry around the world. We had everything under control with police officers, less crime, less everything. Everything was better. But if you listened to his speech at the State of the Union, he's lying to you, trying to tell you that everything's better. We've never been more prosperous. We've never had more jobs, even though the job numbers, everything is a lie. It's all smoke and mirrors. You're not creating jobs. People that were out of work because you put them out of work are now back to work. That's not the creation of a new job. That is just simply people returning to the workforce. And we couldn't even get that right because not everybody that got out of the workforce is back in. Inflation. He wanted to pretend that inflation was down. And we're doing so well. My next story that I have here contradicts that completely. It's a falsehood. Last year, inflation is starting to go back up. We're up to 6.4%. Gas prices. They're telling you every day how gas prices are so great. They're going down. When the reality is, before he was in the White House, gas prices are at least a dollar more at any given time. Nothing is better, but they are trying to perpetuate this lie on you that everything is so great. Read the book. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's, just, it's fresh in my mind because I, I said I was going to read 15 books this year and I wanted to reread that one just as a, a, a fresh a up book. And not to mention, I'm not going to lie to you, <laughs> I'm trying to be a little bit selective on the books I read because if I'm going to try to fit 15 in, they can't all be 15 books that are five, 600 pages long because that ain't never going to happen. So I got to sneak in some thin ones when I can and reread some of the ones I've already read because the reading goes a little bit faster. So... But if you read the book, the point is, you're going to see all the similarities. The book is a representation of Stalin and Hitler. But this is exactly how everything starts. Our statues are being taken down, misinformation, disinformation. You don't know who to believe. You don't know which political party. Nobody truly represents you anymore. Food is scarce. Money, inflation, is, is, inflation goes up. Money becomes scarce. The poor get poorer. The rich get richer. And the elites are always on top. And so if you are ever wondering in college what it would be like that they are trying to convince you that this communist revolution, that this destruction of capitalism, that all these angry and crazy white men are the biggest problems in America, that's taking America down, and that if you get to this communist revolution, if you can make this happen, if over time through policies and getting yourself involved and slowly changing the system to what you think that it needs to be, to this communist utopia which doesn't even exist, You're tasting a small sample of it right now. So if you love life today, if today's your day and you say, I've never woke up, things have never been better in my life. Well, I guess then for you, you're on the right track. For the rest of the 99.9999999% of us, no, I 
there is no way you could tell me you are better off today than you were three years ago under Trump. There's no way. Before the pandemic, 1.4% inflation, gas prices hovering around $2, groceries abundant on every shelf in every store, products delivered on time, peace around the world, strong military. No, no, no. I don't know what you're seeing. I don't know what world you're living in. Uh, not to mention your gas price. I'd like to go back to that because I, I saw that we're releasing another 26 million barrels from the strategic oil reserve. So how do you think he's keeping your gas prices down? Smoke and mirrors. Because as soon as he stops doing that, the price is going to skyrocket back up. Four, five bucks a gallon. Just give it a little bit of time. It's, uh, it, always, it will always show itself. And believe me, it's coming. So I wanted to, I thought it was really important with the whole college thing. I mean, nasty. That's what they're teaching kids. I mean, we knew it was bad. I know we're fighting something down here in Florida right now. You got Al Sharpton. I don't even like to call him a reverend because I've never even seen him give a sermon. I don't know what he's a reverend of. Uh, I mean, maybe a reverend of disinformation. But he's down here trying to fight because DeSantis doesn't approve of an AP course. And this AP course teaches queer theory to blacks, black queer theory. It teaches CRT to blacks. And then it injects some of the 1619 project ideology into their lesson. And they're teaching it as it is, as it, as if it is a fact when it is actually fiction. So he doesn't want that being taught in colleges because it's false. And he wants people to focus on real black American history as they should and get away from all this nonsense while they're down here marching, uh, I think it was today, down marching in Tallahassee because he's so upset. You know what? Good, be upset. You know, you you know, it's funny when you you watch a lot of people. I see, uh, you know, Candace Owen and uh, Officer Tatum and Larry Elder and so many other uh, black figures that other blacks call Uncle Toms. When in actuality, the true Uncle Tom are people like. Al Sharpton, working for the left, destroying his own people, doesn't care, knows that they're being harmed, but he keeps working for them, staying in the system. That's the true Uncle Tom. If you want to call anybody Uncle Tom, believe me, Al Sharpton is that Uncle Tom. And I'm not even black. In case that's a newsflash to anybody, I have had some people think, I guess, by the way my voice sounds that I'm black, but I'm not black, but I will always fight for what's right. And what's right is right. And it's not right what they're doing to this community. It's absolutely wrong. All right. Actually, I don't have anything else. I was ranting and raving there, and I threw so many things together. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, was just, I was just going with the there. Right. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. Uh, if you would like to uh, check out anything else that I do, uh, littlejoecc.com. Go to the contact section if you'd like to contact me. Beyond that, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. We will do it again tomorrow.